What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Is This a Bad Take? This is the show where I take something going on in the sports world and give my opinion, decide whether it's, you know, my at least give my thoughts on it, and you guys decide whether this is a good take or a bad take. Simple as that. Um, we'll keep it real quick, real brief, uh, as we always like to keep these, the long episodes for Steel and Teal and Two Dudes Sports News. You guys should check those shows out if you haven't, by the way. But what I really want to get into is this comment made by Tom Brady. Uh, we're going to start with this. And if we go into something else, we will, um, just depends on the mood for it or not. Basically this whole Tom Brady rule, uh, this Tom Brady interview that he made is wild to me. So for those who don't know and haven't been involved or like around social media for the last 24 hours, as of me recording this on Tuesday, 11, 21, 2023, um, Brady went on Stephen A. Smith's show, basically said, uh, talking about how the game is softer, did one of those, you're back in my day type things where he was, you know, the old guy who back in my day, football was tougher. Ray Lewis, Rod, or, uh, Rodney Harrison, all these guys, you know, hits that they make would have been a penalty now, like blah, 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 whatever, dude. You did the stereotypical old man, you know, back in my day, the game was better type thing. Which, look, as someone who's a fan of big hits, I completely understand that. But there's also a way to make these hits cleanly. Honestly, player safety should be important, especially with things like CTE, a lot of these injuries and everything else going on right now. I understand the player safety aspect and how helpful it actually is. But the thing that's wild to me is the man said that, you know, all these rules uh, make the game more difficult to play. And it really, you know, weakens the integrity of the game. And he also said things about how, you know, the product isn't as polished as it was back when he was playing. Um, because the game was basically more violent and the coaches, you know, coached harder. And that was kind of his point, uh, which the one thing I will take on that, I'll give him that. The NFLPA has fought for, you know, lighter practices, stuff like that. And that's fine. However, that's the, what the players are fighting for. That's not what, you know, the coaches or the fans or the league are fighting for. The players are fighting for lighter practice and that's what they want. That's fine. The thing that's wild to me and the thing that drives me the craziest thing is this man acting like we don't have three specific rule changes because of him. <laughs> Two of them directly affect the way the game is played. Like one of them, and here, here's one, and I'll, I'll save this one for last. Obviously, we can't talk about Tom Brady without talking about the tuck rule. Tuck rule where basically if the arm is going forward in the process and moving forward, that's a pass and not a fumble, which he himself came out and said that, yeah, probably a fumble. Like, he admitted to it years down the road, and that's fine, but that changes the way the game is played. Like, that's one rule that was influenced by Tom Brady that changes the way the game is played. The second rule is the uh, roughing the passer rule, where you can't hit the quarterback below the waist. That was uh, enforced in 2009 after Brady tore his ACL in 2008. Now, technically, you can call that the Carson Palmer rule, because for those who don't know, Carson Palmer was on the Bengals back in 2006 when the same thing happened to him. There was already fighting for that rule to happen in 07 you know during the league meetings however 2009 is when that officially happened what happened old tommy boy so tom brady now has two rules that affect the way the game is played and the physicality of the game uh and one of them is because of it's it's crazy to me one of them is literally 
how the game is played on a, you know, throwing type situation. The other one is literally how you can hit the quarterback. So Tom wants to complain about how the game isn't physical anymore. Dog, we changed the game for you. What are you talking about? And then you get a situation too that nobody wants to think about where Brady, and this is recently, uh, quarterbacks would catch the ball. Uh, if the pass got batted out of the line, the quarterback could catch the ball and throw it again. Uh, Brady did that when he was at Tampa. It was either 2021 or 2022. I don't know which. Um, the next year that rule got changed where that's not only a five-yard penalty, but also a loss of down. So again, another rule where you can't, that one you can't fully put on Brady. Um, you may or may not be able to fully put that one on Brady, but then you have a situation where again, three separate rules that have changed because of you. And I'm sure there's more. It's just crazy to me that you want to complain about how the game is played when you're the reason you're part of the reason why it's played this way. That's just crazy. That, that's that's super hypocritical to me. The other, you know what? Yeah, we got time. The other thing I want to get into is this Chiefs team. So, Chiefs fans out there, I, I all all five of you who listen to this show, uh, that's five people total, not five Chiefs fans. Um, <laughs> the the whole thing behind the Chiefs for me, this is not as good a Chief team as it has been in recent memory. This is not the 2020 Chiefs. This is not the 2020 you know 2022 Chiefs. This is a very different team. This is, they're they're not as deep at wide receiver. They're not as deep on offense in general. Isaiah Pacheco runs like he's mad at the ground. And I love that. I love to see physical running back. You've got depth with Jarek McKinnon. The issue, and you've got Travis Kelsey as always. The offensive line has help, um, whereas they haven't really in recent memory. Uh, But there's two glaring factors that aren't there. One of them is a true number one wide receiver. Because, Marquez Valdez Scantling has uh, stone hands. Uh, <laughs> that man has no hands. He slammed his helmet to the wall when he was going in the tunnel, but he held onto it. Um, you've got him as your supposed number one receiver. Sky Moore is on the back of a milk cart because he's missing. And you've just got all these guys. They don't have a true number one receiver. It's a wide receiver room made of twos, threes, and fours. And it's showing and it's starting to affect the other thing that nobody wants to talk about is the glaring hole of Eric B Adam Gase is not the same as Eric B Sorry, I want to apologize. Matt Nagy is not the same as Eric B enemy. It, it's, it's very different. B You can clearly tell, especially with what he's doing in Washington is calling a much better game. And it's something that Chiefs fans are clearly missing. The offense is clearly missing. The Chiefs are 32nd in the league in second half points. They average less than six. Meaning when you have a situation where the Chiefs have to score a a metric, basically they have to score all their points in the first half. If they don't have a two-possession lead going into halftime, they're not winning this game. Like a full, a a 14-point lead going into halftime, pretty much they're not winning this game. It's not the same team. And it's very, 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 very easy to see. They're not the same team. I, I said this on Two Dudes of Sports News for our bold predictions going into the year. This will be one of the worst statistical seasons Patrick Mahomes has had in his entire career. Simple as that. And it's still going to be a decent season, but it's going to be one of the worst ones he's ever had. And that's because you have a brand new OC who is growing pain should be gone by week 12, but they're still here. Apparently you have receivers who can't hold on to the ball. You have a publicity thing around the team in the whole Taylor Swift thing, which I don't care. Kelsey wants to date Swift. That's none of my business. I don't care. 
I just, I'm tired of the NFL putting the spotlight on it. And I'm sure all the other fans are too. It's fine. It, it, I am not bashing Taylor Swift. She can date whoever she wants. I don't care. It's none of my business. It, it's so the issue I have is the NFL putting a spotlight on this and making it bigger than the game, which I, I feel like takes away from it. It, it. It's like how I feel like everybody at, you know, maybe Taylor Swift concerts don't want to hear about football. Think uh, That's how I would try to think of it. Think of it that way. It's just two worlds that are being forced together and everybody's talking about the other one on the other side. It, it's, it's a lot. I feel like that's bringing a distraction to the team, whether they want to admit it or not, which I'm not a Chiefs fan. I don't care. But you have a offense that is has minuscule production in the second half of the game, forcing all basically forcing their defense to carry the torch in the second half and forcing their offense to put up the majority of their points in the first half. This is not the same team. It's not the same caliber as what they've had for the last few years. This might be one of the worst Chiefs teams we've seen since Patrick Mahomes has taken over. And it it's showing. So, yeah, I, that's pretty much what we get into. Uh, those are, like I said, we always try to keep this one brief. If you liked it, let me know. Five stars on whatever platform you listen to. If you agreed with my opinions, great. Uh, you can let me know it at ITA Bad Take Pod on Twitter. If you don't agree with my opinions, let me know there too. Don't take it out of the reviews. Basically, you know, do what we always say on Steel and Teal or Two Dudes of Sports News. If you're listening to the show and this is your first time listening to the show, treat it like a bad date. Your friend set us up. Didn't work out. Uh, I'll pick up the tab. Don't worry. It's fine. But no reason to take out uh, negative reviews and stuff like that and bash everybody. No, just let it be. You go your way. I'll go mine. No big deal. Totally fine. Um, if you liked it, though, five stars on whatever platform you listen to. Tell whatever friends you have, your relatives. It's about to be Thanksgiving. Tell everyone around the Thanksgiving table about your personal favorite sports podcasts. Just kind of grow it that way. You know, tell everyone as you're passing the turkey and the potatoes and say, hey, I listen to this great show or whatever. It This travels by word of mouth through people such as yourselves. You know, I, I couldn't do this without you guys, and I truly do appreciate it. If you like my show or if you like, you know, if you like my show and you want to listen to similar ones or you want to find out what happens when you do rate five stars, you get shout outs. So go check out Two Dudes of Sports News. Um, these are all shows that I either am a part of or listen to or have supported us. Um, go check out Two Dudes of Sports News with me and Jalen. Go check out Fan of the Van uh, with Jim. Go check out Brent and Dave of 1420 Sports. Go check out the guys over the BSing Sports Podcast. I owe you guys a listen on one of your episodes. I haven't gotten to it yet. I apologize. Uh, go check out Aaron over Brutaliana Sports. Go check out Darian over at Chill Takes. Go check out or go check out Dave and John of Love in the Playing Field. Go check out the We Like Sports Podcast. Go check out Average Joe Sports and Cigar and Sports with Jim and Eman. Great show. Uh, always, always, always go check out Sports After Dark. Go check out Visit Vegas Places if you're looking for something to do in Vegas. If you're looking to gamble on sports, please, A, do it responsibly, but B, also listen to Nate Saley Wager and You Bet Smart. So, and if you're looking for wrestling, uh, I'm a casual wrestling fan myself. If you are a casual wrestling fan or a hardcore wrestling fan, go check out John of a Wrestling Fan Insight. Puts on a really, really, really good show. And as always, thank you, thank you, thank you, and we will see you next time.